Me and my wife's been doing Eating Alabama for a couple of years. Okay. And um, this the podcast is an extension of that. Okay. And uh, when I first started it, it was um, – I didn't know. I mean, I really did I had no clue what I was getting into, really. I mean, I was like, I know I love podcasting, and I've always wanted to do something, but I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what to do it on, you know. Right. And um, – and so when Eating Alabama come along, it was just like, no brainer. I'm just like, well, this is a perfect opportunity because yeah. uh, there's several podcasts that I love listening to that's food related. And um, and then the Nine Club, which you guys may be familiar with. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. And so it's like I married those because I like – it's, it's a story-driven podcast, mm-hmm. basically. And what I mean that is it's the journey of the chef, business owner, or whatever, you know, from the time they were born, really, mm-hmm. to where they are today and – plans they got in the future so um that's how i wanted it to be but i wasn't sure i just didn't know you know again Mm -hmm. i've listened to a lot but i've never really that's right (laughs) actually got into a lot goes into it yes yeah as we've learned doing this project yeah and so um and so the first like the first guest i had on was just like a sous chef Hassan Gooden, he's over at uh, Fancy's on Fifth now. But we had just been friends because of Instagram and because of eating Alabama. And I'm just like, you know, lowballing, thinking, mm-hmm. you know, no, no offense to Hassan, shout out to Hassan, he's a good dude and uh, incredible chef. But it was like those were kind of my ones that I was like, oh, okay, I can get. Yeah. And then after a couple, it's like I started getting emails from people that was like, hey, we'd like to be a part of it. If you build it, they will. Yeah, come. and yeah. and um. This uh, I forget. Oh, uh, might have been like third or fourth episode. There's a, a barbecue place in Bessemer called Bob Sykes Barbecue. Oh yeah, I grew up in I grew up in Bessemer, so that was like a staple for my family. And so, like their PR person reached out and was like, "We heard you guys are doing a podcast. We'd love to have Van on the Telstra." I'm like, "Shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dude, it's that's a no cool, brainer." So that was, he was. They were the kind of the first ones that like jumped on board mm-hmm. and was like, you know, we'd like to be a part of it. Yeah. And then the rest of them, it just kind of just things fell into place like i said when we were doing our travels we try to get out as much as we can like i said covid kind of shut down our travels this year but we try to you know go around the state we try to spotlight different cities and different chefs and stuff like that so in our travels it would you know conversation would come up you know we're doing a podcast also had business cards on it that had eating alabama you know mm-hmm. and podcast stuff so and so from that people just started kind of feeding into it and it was just like oh yeah i'd like to be a part of that you know so it's been kind of a mix of, of me reaching out. And then, like I said, out of the blue, just people kind of like Milo's. I had them on Monday and they just reached out a couple of weeks ago. And I don't, I mean, I like sitting like you guys. I like sitting with my guests. I did a Man. couple of like right after COVID, I did a couple of Skype ones. I'm like, yeah, screw that. That's just yeah. not me. Just I, just, not I, I don't vibe from that. And I mean, it was, they were short. They were kind of, I just felt like I didn't give my listeners the content that I wanted to give them. So, I was worried, like I said, first COVID, I was kind of worried about having content for them. But then after those two episodes, it was just like, you know what? I'd rather just tell them, hey, I'm sorry, we don't have a, we don't have nothing this week. Right. You know, it yeah. may be a couple of weeks. And I'd rather do that than for them to have to sit through. Just pushing out content. Some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd rather really give them quality, you know, instead of 
just episodes. Oh, yeah, way, absolutely. Because you know? then you're getting all digitalized and, you know, beep, 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 yeah. you know like, what would you say? It's, huh? it's, it's kind of hard to listen to. I, yeah, and that's the way I am. I mean, I'm like, when I first started in the podcast, and that's what I said to my wife, I said, when I do this, I'm going to invest the money into it. You know, so I took about a thousand bucks and bought the equipment that I needed because Man. I wanted to make sure the audio sounded good. Because, like you said, I mean, you listen. I mean, I'll scroll around and just listen to podcasts just for the, you know, for the hell of it. Just because yeah. I've got a job where I can do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get on, and the audio. I mean, it's like I don't care who you've got on yeah. as a guest. If your audio shit, I'm I'm out. Right, using <laughs> right. their cell phone. You, that's exactly. You're over like, there. you know, I'm on, they're on anchor and they're listening to their, you know. And I'm like, no, there's that's like. Right. You know, yeah. lapel, not even a lapel mic, right. you know, and I'm just like, nah, I'm out. Well, hopefully we're doing a slightly better job. No, you got, no, I'll, yeah. and, I, and I'll give you this too, <laughs> as far as listening to it. I mean, I know uh, all your guests, I'm probably like the first person on that have, you guys probably don't really know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't. Judge really, me anyway. Well, I get my hair cut by Newman, but okay. I didn't really know those guys okay. very well. Yeah. And so that was the most we'd ever talked. Yeah. Yeah. And, so uh, I, I know yeah. AP and Newman, they're, they're good dudes. I've known them for years, but, um. Other than them, like your friends that you've had on, sure. I was really impressed with the content you gave me because sometimes you get on podcasts and you listen to friend podcasts and it's like, I'm lost. Yeah. It's all I'm like, like dude, stories it's like and- so inside and they're like telling stuff and I'm like, you guys did a good job with your friends having them on and being able to keep me engaged to okay. like, you know, all right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, Sweet. I, I yeah, want to yeah. tell you guys that because I mean, I know that's something like I said, listening to a lot, sometimes you get on, sometimes people, I'm just like, oh, I'm not following you. What are you, you. talking yeah, about? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. You know? well, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Can well, you imagine getting an email from Milo's? Hey, we want to come. I'd be like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That would be, uh, <laughs> what do I do? Cool. Yeah. Um, it so, was pretty wild. So you started eating Alabama. Yeah. Which is a, go ahead and briefly explain, did it start out just as an Instagram page or was it a yeah. blog or is it all of the above? What is eating Alabama? Well, eating Alabama kind of started as um, an extension of what my, me and my wife like to do, which is eat. You know? Sure. <laughs> Who doesn't, man? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we've always been into food. We've been into food TV. We've, um, you know, ever since, I mean, we've been dating since 92. And, you know, married are together. I say dating. We're, we're married now. But, I mean, we've been together since then. And it was like those were our times was to go out and find places to eat, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we grew, we had children. Our daughters were involved in travel softball. So we were all over the state. My wife works. She's a federal employee. So sometimes she has conferences and I'll tag along. So we're going to Chicago, Denver, D.C. And we're always finding places. You know, I'm not – I don't eat fast food unless I'm on the road and I'm not eating at a Logan's or, you know, TGI Fridays or you right. know, something like that. Right. I mean, we ran in that a lot with our softball parents. They were all like, well, hey, we're going to Just Logan's and I'm chains. like, yeah, yeah I'm okay. going to this little diner down the road, you know? Yeah. Right. Take and a so, chance. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so that, that's kind of how it started was just us doing that. And we've always done it on our own personal accounts, you know, and then we've always had friends and family members just kind of reach out to us and be like, Hey, we're, you know, going to be down in the Gulf, any suggestions, you know, or we're going on a date night, you know, any, any new places you guys recommend. So that's so cool. Like to be the go-to guy, like, Hey, where should I eat? Like you should <laughs> go there. Well, yeah. It, it got wilder when we started this and you're getting people from like Ohio, like we're traveling and I'm like, how the hell did y'all find us? Whoa. <laughs> that's cool, man. But, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. It was just like a, a thing that we did. Um, we like cooking. My wife, um, started a she did a couple of little blogs you know just recipe type stuff and then that kind of morphed into eating alabama 
we just decided to kind of start something. And like I said, because of our travel and stuff, we were like, well, I don't want to be centralized. It's just Birmingham, even though, you know, we're, we live in Hoover. Um, we're out. So it's like, let's try to reach out. Yeah. And so then from that, it just kind of one thing led to another. And like I said, the podcast grew out of that just because I've all wanted to do it. And, uh, you know, I just found the perfect opportunity to sit and talk and hear people's story, you know, yeah, just cool, like hear man. their journey. So you guys, I guess, travel eating Alabama, being yeah. all over the state. Do you guys include like places outside of the state? Oh yeah, yeah. So you're you're everywhere, I mean, anywhere you get. Yeah, I mean, it's anytime yeah. we go somewhere, we're gonna find a you know a little mom and pop shop or you know maybe something that we've seen on TV like a you know food top chef or something like that. Let me ask you this though. Okay, yeah. scrolling through your Instagram of eating Alabama, a lot yeah. of pictures and stuff. Do you feel compelled every time you go to a new place to whip out your phone and take pictures? <laughs> is there ever like a hey, we're not going to do the eating Alabama there tonight. There we're is. just we're just going to have dinner. Yeah. yeah, there is. Um, I've got three children. I got a twenty-two year old, a seventeen year old, and a nine year old son. Two daughters and a son, and that's that's aggravating to them. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. There's Dad nothing out worse. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing worse than you know dinner coming to the table and mom's got her you know her cannon out and don't touch like, that. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're gonna we gotta do this. We gotta do this. We gotta do this. We gotta do this. And now it's like you're running thing that even our circle of friends when we go out, it's just like oh nobody touch your food yet. Wait, it's right, takes hold it pictures. up. Yeah. Let me get a picture. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> but no, the, to answer your question, yeah, there are moments when we're just like you know what, we're just gonna go out as a family. You know, we went to. Um, Iguana Grill a couple of weeks ago, okay. and I think we took a couple of small pictures of it. But I mean, you got to get a like, couple. I mean, yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times we put it on there, and and it may not make the feed. It may make the story. You know, we're here, we're yeah, doing yeah. something. Just again, just content. you guys know the content. You got to keep up with the algorithm with in, Instagram. Stay so yeah, yeah. Um, so but a lot of times it is. It's just maybe one or two pictures, and then we're done. No. You know, and then it's family time, and you know, getting away from right from that part of it. So that's cool. Yeah, it seemed like it would. I can imagine it be like a headache, you know, after a while, you know, like how do you find that separation? It's like, we're going out tonight, but we're not, we're not doing yeah. the blog. We're yeah. not going to take pictures yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah. So yeah, we got to find the time. I mean, if it's, you know, it's obvious if it's a new place. I mean, if we go somewhere again, a lot of time that's typically, you sure. know, if it's a repeat dinner place or like I said, just a. So a lot of the places that you blog about, are you being invited or do you just take that upon yourself? Like, Hey, we're going here and I'm just going to take some pictures and, and we're going to post about it and, and share it. With I would say 90% we just go on our own. Okay. There are, there have been those, and especially now that we've got traction over the past year or so that reach out and they're like, Hey, we'd like for you to come check us out. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, invite. And, um, well, especially you finding them, it's, it's, more honest yeah that's and that's the way i feel i mean that's we look at it we're not we're not food critics you know we're not there to critique their food right you know we're just there to have a good dinner and then if it's good we want to spotlight them you know and show them you know so a lot of times it's like you know but if the food's bad, those pictures go right in the trash can. You're like, no, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> there's been those times. You know, there's moments yeah. where it's just like, yeah, it's just up, up to par. John's my, Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about John's Steakhouse tonight. And my wife's big into that. She's actually the the one behind the photography. So she's like, she kind of handles more of the Instagram than than me. But um, she's definitely the one that's like, you know, what, if, I, if I don't like it, I don't want to. Sure. Share. I mean, why? Because, yeah, I mean, you don't want to give, because then, then you're going to have a follower go, man, I went there and that place was shit. It was terrible, you, right? Yeah, you gave me a terrible place. So, yeah. That's cool. Also, the weight of that, too, people coming out of state, hey, where should I go? And exactly. Like, oh, man, I hope the it's pressure, good. man. The pressure. <laughs> yeah, please yeah. be good. <laughs> Dude, well, that's cool. Because, I mean, I mean, the thing is, and, and here's another thing, we'll always give a restaurant a couple of times, you know, 
If, okay. if it's something we can't That's do. Fair. I mean, obviously, if we go out of town, we can't go back. But if we do something local and it's like, you know what? Chef could have had a bad night. You know, something, you know, just uh, he may not have been there, the regular chef. You know, the way staff, who knows what's mm-hmm. going on in their world. I mean, we're all humans. We all have bad days. We just may yeah. have showed up on that bad day. And so that's always what we've kind of taken it because, like I said, we don't, we're not critics. We don't, we don't try to tear people down because it's like, you know, we're all human. Yeah. You know, we all have our, our days. So. Did you ever work in like the food industry anyway or? No, I mean, I, I worked in, in the Galleria at Boardwalk Fries when I was in high school. <laughs> You're whipping up the fries. All right. So that was about it, you know, and I did, my mother-in-law, she owned a Chinese restaurant in uh, Vestavia for a few years and I like part-time waited tables just to kind of help her out. But oh, okay. uh, I've never been, yeah, I never really never jumped into been it. been behind the, the scenes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I understand. You're just out there taking pictures Which I, and enjoying Yeah, and, that, and that's what I try to, uh, and I try to be respective of, of like the, the chefs and, and, and those that I have on because, I, you know, I always tell them like I have no background in this, so this is just me as an outsider who just, you know, loves what you guys do kind of thing and just kind of, you know, I don't know. I just want to make sure that they don't think that I'm some kind of, cause you get people like that. It's like, you know, we're Instagrammers. You know? Right. Yeah. Know. Right. yeah. We know everything. Have you ever we're influencers? Hashtag foodie. I mean, yeah. influencer yeah. or foodie. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that so much, which is crazy. You know, what do you think the appeal? I mean, everybody eats, so I guess that's it. But you know, I see an account like yours or you and your wife, your family's yeah, account, the yeah. Eating Alabama account. It's got like 15,000 followers, which yeah. is insane to me. Yeah, we pulled it up earlier. And uh, what what is, I guess, the the broad appeal? Because to me, it's like you just, there's so many food accounts out right. there. What, what helps you stand apart in a way, I guess? <sighs> Everybody loves food because yeah. everybody loves food. Yeah, and I mean, maybe that's a just in general. And, and I don't, you know, and I, I, my wife again, she likes the aesthetics of our layout. Like I said, she she's really kind of See, the person all, behind. This makes it. me want to go eat at all these places. And yeah, it looks she, so good. She really doesn't like, you know, other than if, if you show you know podcast uh, preview or something like that. She doesn't want any people in it. You know, it's it's about the food. You know, right. we're we're it's not about us. You know, obviously we try to get our face out there occasionally just so people can have a little bit of connection. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's about spotlighting the food and where we're going and what we're doing and, um, you know, what appeals, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it's just, is it the content? Is it the composition of the well, content? Hopefully it's a little you know? bit yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, in this day and time, it's just like food just seems to be the hot thing, you know? I mean, yeah. Food is cool. Food is yeah, sexy. Cooking yeah. is cool. Right. You know? Right. Like, and I know there was a time when maybe it wasn't always like that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so it started out kind of as like just a hobby when you guys first were yeah. like, hey, we're just going to start taking pictures of food we're eating and the restaurants we're going, and we're just going to put it out there yeah. for anybody to follow. That's pretty much it. It was just like, you know, we'll, we'll see who, who likes it. And, and how long has Eating Alabama been going on? Well, it's been two years strong. Two years. That we've been doing it, I would say. We started in 17, but it wasn't until like July of 18 that we were like, my wife and I was just like, okay, if we're going to, you know, go into it, we're going to do it. You know, yeah. when we started at 17, it was just like little pictures here and there. We didn't really, you know, we stayed active sort of, but um, we really didn't try to connect with any other, you know, bloggers or chefs. You know, it was more like just, you know, just here and there. Yeah. But then, um, like I said, probably on July of, of 18, that's when we were just like, okay, if we're going, you know, yeah. what are we going to do with it? Is it, it going to be something we really want to, you know, 
go forward with or is it just going to be what we've been doing so mm-hmm. yeah. so that's when we just kind of jumped in and was just like started making connections and you know yeah i'm sure there's a point where it's like okay this is taking up a lot more time than just a hobby you know like just to to invest the time in and to really be diligent about you know putting content out there right and everything so where was that point where you're like okay this is kind of becoming and maybe that's another question you said your wife works for federal government doing yeah. what does she do uh, she works for the Office of Surface Mining. They do like uh, they oversee like the uh, surface mines, so okay. the coal coal industry. Coal industry. Yeah. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. Yes. Yeah, so and then and then is this your full time? No, gig, I'm or? a warehouse manager. Okay. So, so, so this still, is still a hobby. So it's still a hobby, time, yeah. but it, I would imagine it still takes up a good bit of time. It's something you guys are passionate about. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's stuff that we were doing already. That's right. the thing. Because okay. like I said, we've always gone out to eat. We've always enjoyed eating. We've sure. always enjoyed yeah. cooking and doing the stuff. Now we just happen to, you know, do a lot more right. content Well, you said you're getting calls from Milo's. I mean, that's like the big dogs. <laughs> that's pretty you know? good, yeah. <laughs> Here in Alabama, at least. Yeah, for real. So, so that's cool. It was pretty, pretty, pretty wild. What's the coolest thing that you've gotten to do if, if you had to pick, besides Milo's, obviously? Um, the coolest thing we had was um, – no doubt. Uh, Top Chef. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that show. Sure. Show on Bravo. Um, we've been fans of it since like day one. And that's probably our only like religious show we watch as far as like our show we watch religiously. You know, How long has like, that show been going on? Uh, this past, I think, was 17 seasons. <laughs> okay, so it's yeah. been going on. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. So two years or the season before last was season 16 there was uh and this was right when we were kind of getting going with our account but there was a chef uh kelsey bernard clark out of uh, kbc in dothan and so we're like hell yeah alabama girl yeah you know so and we always pull for, you know we always like we get we get one of the chef testants that they have on the show and we're like that's our you know that's our that's our so, person right so, so for those of us who do not religiously follow that's top true show, I guess give me, should give me a that. quick synopsis very of bad podcasting sh- etiquette right no no no, no you're i'm good. not you're telling good. people no you're good um <laughs> I, I am familiar with because i'm used to being you know on the side the other side of the mic where most of my listeners pretty much know what top chef is so yeah uh, so top chef is basically a show on bravo where they get some of the greatest chefs across the u.s and i think it's, it's a, like 20 of them and they just basically it's just a competition and then like each week they kind of whittle it down to right. to your final so every it. season is like you're following the same chefs who make it to the next level make it to the next level or is it just episodic like after like one episode no i think a full season you follow yeah chef you follow the, the chef end. okay so like, like so i think they, it's around 20 maybe so or maybe over the, but ep- chefs that they start off with and then like as each episode goes okay you know they have the competitions and then each one you know somebody gets Eliminated. You know, is this the one where they give them like a basket of random ingredients and they have to make a meal out no, of it? That's another show. Yeah, okay. That's but a totally different one. I get confused because there There's are so many There's a lot of shows. them. But Top Chef was probably the first one that really, um, that really, I, I think, started it all. I mean, obviously, okay. you know, they're 17, 17 seasons. seasons. You know? Yeah, that's pretty but, um So, yeah, so that's pretty much what it is. So, um, so yeah, so she got on and we're like, hey, Alabama girl, you know, we got to represent so obviously we found her on Instagram, shared, you know, hey, you guys tune in Top Chef tonight, you know, check out Alabama's, uh, you know, Kelsey Winarcart, you know, support, blah, blah, blah. So as that went by, it's like she started kind of messaging us and just being like, hey, you know, thanks for the support kind of stuff. And then there was times where she was like commenting on our post. So I went from just like, you know, just messages to comment and then. 
And so we kind of got a, you know, a good rapport with her, good, become friendly. And, um, she, uh, she got pretty deep in there. I mean, she was like final. Okay. And huh. She actually won it, to be honest with you. Really? But, spoilers. Yeah, spoiler. spoilers. So, what season nobody was go that? 16. So. 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. Alabama represent. That's right. So, yeah. I'm going to go back so and watch the final episode. They had uh, um, City of Dothan put on a little show finale kind of thing where they shut down the block. They had like a big screen TV and just like a party in the on the street kind of thing. Just there to support her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, she had shared it or either her restaurant did. And so we were like, Hey, if you guys are, it was like a Thursday nights when, when they usually air top chef, if you guys are anywhere close, you know, South Alabama people, if you guys are close, you know, just really just saying, Hey, you guys got to be there. Mm-hmm. So she reaches out and is just like, you guys got to be here. Whoa. So she's like, uh, let me, uh, get, you know, get somebody in touch with you. So next thing we know, we get an email from like the city of Dothan and they're like, you know, Hey, we got you a room set up. Um, oh. You know, we got you VIP to the after party thing. Dang. And yeah, so that one. So then we got down there, got to meet her, you know, saw the show. Like I said, she won it. And then um, got to the after party. And then the next day, the city of Dothan kind of treated us to like a little tour of the of the town. Showed okay. us some history place. Went to the art museum, mm-hmm. the Wiregrass Art Museum, which was phenomenal. And um, and then it was like the next day, I think we ate lunch. And I was like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> She was like, "Yeah, sure, uh, yeah, sweet, she was like, yeah." Just you know, shoot me a message. So I shot her a message about a week later, you know. And in my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, she's got she's, she's like just a celebrity one, chef, she's one top chef." So it's probably yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and just say, "Hey, you know, just let me know when you can." I'm sure she had some. I was thinking, you know, other. I reach out and yeah, just, just whenever. Right. And uh, yeah, she was just like, "Hey, how about next Friday?" So I'm like, "Okay." Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm like, I know. So I'm like putting in work. I'm like, "Hey, I'm off Friday, so somebody needs to cover." <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so, so cool, that's probably man. been the coolest thing so far. So that's pretty rad. Um, yeah, that's probably been the top one. Wow. Try not to just like fan out while you're yeah. interviewing yeah. Her and stuff. That's got to be hard too. It was, dude. Well, that's cool, man. Because that wasn't. I don't know how many episodes I was in, but it it couldn't have been more than ten. Yeah. So I was still really green when it comes the to the preparation like, of that episode. Was like everything's got to be perfect. Yeah. It was just like, and it, I mean, it worked out great though. We we actually did it. She's got like a little outdoor uh area of a restaurant so we kind of went out there and just kind of sat on the patio and just did it right before lunch right at the restaurant right at the restaurant Man, that's awesome and it was and it was real it's probably one of the as far as audio sounds too it's probably one of my favorites just because you get a lot of the the street street noise. noises and stuff. you know i think there was that's an cool. ambulance that kind of went by one time and it's just like you know just like it's just it's a lot better than just silence right <laughs> that yeah. i get sometimes yeah, what's the name of a restaurant yeah kbc kbc is yeah. it still i guess mm-hmm. obviously yeah still yeah okay. it's really good so yeah. what has she done since winning iron chef do you have you kept up with her uh yeah we keep up with her i mean she's still doing her restaurant she just had another she she had a, a son she just had a daughter so she's really kind of just been doing and she's she kind of did what a lot of chefs did during covid she started doing these uh um online cooking classes Okay. So, uh, and I think every time she would post, it would be like, you know, a few days later, well, that's sold out. You know, you guys get in on the next one kind of a thing. So, um, so yeah, she's staying pretty active. I know she said she had some plans, um, you know, post top chef, but, uh, obviously like a lot of us, I'm sure probably things have been set back a little bit, but, Oh yeah. Uh, dude, I know. She's still, I think when we had Josh on, we talked a lot about, you know, just the restaurant industry in general yeah, with yeah. COVID and everything. A lot of people struggling. Yeah. So, and, you might be a little more in the know than, than we do. Have you seen any restaurants that you were like near and dear to that 
maybe went under? Or, uh, or Little Savannah was probably the one that kind of blew me away. Um, yeah. The most disappointing was Mile End. Um, Mile End, yes. Yeah, that was probably my most disappointing just because I really, I mean, I enjoyed their poutine. Um, yeah, we, but, we're big fans of Mile End. Yeah. yeah. Heroes being there now is awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, you know, so. it's, 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 it was a, you know, a good thing that they were able to go in there and get get a bigger yeah, location. Yeah, that was a drag, dude. We loved Mile End so yeah. much. We go there all the time. And uh, I think I may have eaten Little Savannah once. Yeah. Um, but I know they had been a Yeah, we had been there, there a couple of times. And, um, yeah, the chef there, um, Cliff, he just, I mean, he's, yeah, like I said, he's been a staple in Birmingham. And uh, doing well, I read, thing. I just, I read this week that uh, Brick and Tin is actually. Uh, yeah, that going. was kind of a shock to me. I mean, they, um, they're, they're starting this new bowl. Right. That uh, we. What they, is that? Do you know anything about that? Yeah, they sent us some stuff the other day. They, they, um, put us on their soft opening it, it's like a, a delivery only okay i don't know if you can do pickup delivery but only. it's the, yeah the, and i and i'm under the impression they're still doing it at the at the brick and tin but uh it's it's a delivery only i think five miles from birmingham they're from their you know radius from them sure and it's kind of um just a healthy bowl kind of thing i mean we we got something that had like this uh, sesame chicken and some sticky rice and you know grilled bok choy and broccoli and some cashews it just uh, you know it's just kind of a lot and that's what my, my wife got something and i got i forgot what she got she got some kind of beef plate or something and um she had it for lunch the next day and she said she, she felt like it, it was better as a lunch than like okay. a dinner because it was a light you know Man. it was delicious but it's just kind of a, i guess a healthier option to you know some other restaurants and right. different styles flavors were just great though i mean it really i just i hope they do well mm-hmm. I mean, so is it like an asian inspired no because they had different they had different all kinds stuff, of stuff yeah okay and, cool and i wish i had a little more info on that but i really don't i mean they they gave us a menu my wife looked at it she ordered the food and it showed up monday so do you know if they'll ever have like sit down services at that i don't location? know being that's, right that's a good there question. you know i mean because what they're doing i mean it's it, it, you know it's not nothing you know, that I would think would have to, I'm sure. not sure yeah. why, you know, that'd be something I'd like to really kind of dig into to try to figure out. Cause I mean, I know that's one of the things we've talked about with just about every guest I've had on my show, especially post COVID is some of the things that are changing right. in the industry that we feel like is still going to be, you know, post COVID and new ways of doing. Yeah. Business, yeah. Right? Yeah. And What's one big thing that you think most restaurants will adapt now that the curbside, I mean, curbside. every, oh, yeah. every single, my, every single one of my guests that we talked about that, it's like curbside. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's a standard. I mean, it, it blew me away when you had people like, who was it that was doing curbside? Was it, I don't know if it was Highlands or somebody like that that was like a high-end restaurant. Yeah. Satterfields was doing it. Or like Bamboo on and second. Yeah, Bamboo. You know, someone you wouldn't expect to do exactly, that kind of Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, from, from you know, everybody in the industry, it's like that's going to be a carryover. That's just going to be a standard, you know. And um, Milo's, we were talking about that the other night. They're going to start offering it, you know, and they're the kind of the same way. They're like, yep, you know. Well, why not? Just throw in a box, come get it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take yeah. it home. Just, I mean, why wouldn't we? I mean, and, and I'm honest with you, I mean, like, I'm not a big Chick-fil-A fan, but my kids love it. And it's so convenient to my wife, like, you know, put it on the app. Boom, it's there. I'm driving home from work, and now I'm like, I'm, you know, and when I'm number six, and she just, and then somebody comes out and brings me food. I'm like, well, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I can, pretty cool. You know. 
Does that mean we're getting lazier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's getting to the point where we don't want to go anywhere. New forms of lazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, that you know that's really probably the biggest thing that I think. And I'm sure there'll be some other carryover. But, uh, well, I mean, cool. again, you know, you order food and somebody brings it to you. I mean, that's. It's hard to beat. And, and yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why some restaurants, I guess, because they would classify themselves as more of a high-end restaurant, like you said. Yeah. Like, like we don't do carry-out. Right. right. Yeah. But come and they enjoy started the doing carry-out. Right. And you kind of have I mean, they didn't have a choice. I mean, it was either right. that or shut your doors. And I don't think a lot of those restaurants could shut their doors for too long. Sure. I mean, do you think there's a fear that there would be, a, a, in some ways, a quality loss by the, you know, by, there, there is. by I mean, putting it really in is. a container, taking it home, no by the time it. you eat it, it's probably not as hot. It doesn't as matter what you get anymore. unless you live a couple of feet from the restaurant i mean it's i mean anytime you put something and i know i'm sure there's probably some companies coming out with some new containers or something to try to help but i mean your it, fries it, will not get yeah, soggy yeah. in our container yeah <laughs> exactly but i mean there's no way i mean you're, you're still gonna have some kind of you know level of it's just not gonna be the same sure. as if it comes to you on a plate yeah but again some people it's not that big a deal and i mean i'm one of those i mean sometimes i mean there's certain restaurants i'm like i don't care Oh, you know, cool. so when you're not taking pictures of food and blogging about all the new restaurants that you're going to, what else do you do in your free time? That's pretty much it. Um, I mean, yeah, we all eat. So. I don't know. I saw some skateboards. Yeah, now I'm, I, I collect things. skateboards. I've been a skater since like '88. That was surprising. And man. So I don't um, skate as much as I do. I used to, but uh, I saw the new Mike V board. Yeah, all about that was it. Rad. Yeah. I so that. you you order these skateboards and you just use them for decor, and you just decor. a collector. Yeah, yeah I've got about. 25 on the lawn probably about another oh dude 10 i can see that closet. like in your man cave or something yeah no we don't, i don't have a man cave until i kick my daughter out of her, the basement they're in the living room baby <laughs> as you walk in boom. they're in the living room and the my wife's sewing room i've got a couple in the bedroom so when did you get into skateboarding uh probably 88 87 okay something like that cool. um i was about 13 i was about the same age yeah. i think i picked up my first yeah. board when i was 12 and uh consumed my life yeah for the that's, next that's kind of what it was i think it we was, got like five or six skateboards just hanging around yeah. hanging on the walls yeah. here just awesome. collected over the years so you're traveling around to different skate events and stuff and oh watching i was gonna all ask, the pros um uh, do you know the eta not to step on that question. that's fine just cut me off <laughs> go ahead no you're good i was gonna before i i, I have a tendency of like losing a question oh so I have i'm to the ask same it, way like, immediately. if you've heard many of my podcasts i do that but i will uh, backtrack <laughs> um the skate park that's yeah. going to be built. Yeah. Do you know what the ETA is on? I, I haven't heard. We went to the it's, event that they had that Faith put on at uh, Cahaba, Cahaba Brewing. This yeah. was probably three months yeah. ago or yeah. something. And they kind of talked about the two main I watched designs. the stream online. I wasn't able to come out, but uh, um, I, I haven't heard exactly what the detail is. Okay. As far as I'm – I mean, Al Dot's in. That's all I know. Yeah. But it's just like – Is it Faith behind it? Faith is the one – like. The, yeah, you know, Peter's just been the. He's voice. the one who definitely. He's been the voice for Birmingham Absolutely. for years. You know, oh, yeah. he's been just saying we we need a skate park, we need a skate park. You know, and I know he's raised money over the years. Um, I, you know, I don't know how much. Uh, I'm sure. I mean, obviously they they are giving him and others, not just him, but others in the skate industry or the skate community, um, a chance to kind of make the park. Yeah, which is a huge blessing. So we don't end up with some crap like Homewood. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, so. yes. The, well, the event that we went to, they had the guys, I assume, from California out west, where the skateboard mecca, and right. they were here, and um, 
it's going to be like a skate plaza, yeah. you know, and seeing, I don't know if there's designs online that people can Yeah, I'd, I'd seen the design. But, man, it looks so cool, yeah. and it's it's going to be so rad. And I just got to have an old man-friendly place. That's, that's me, I man. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to go at, like, 6 in the morning when nobody's there <laughs> yeah. so I can, like, learn how to yeah, ollie again. Rodney Mullen-style show. Yeah. We'll be yeah. skating at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, but it's really cool, man, just driving downtown uh, on the interstate and, yeah. and seeing just all the lights and stuff lit right. up. And I don't think they really have a ton of progress under the bridge. It's going to be, like, the whole city walk. Yeah. You know, the skate park will be a part Is of it. Is that what they're calling it? City walk? City walk. City yeah. walk. It's going to be like a whole park thing, and it's mile long or however long it is. Yeah. And over there by the art museum, I think, is where the park yeah, is going to be. Yeah, that's where the skate park And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. So yeah, We were talking no. about that earlier before you got here. I was like, I bet he would know. Yeah, unfortunately you know, I don't. What the ETA is, and I'm sure with COVID being yeah. what it is. It's I'm sure, yeah. And, I mean, again, you're dealing with con- contractors and construction, so. Everything I would takes think, three times as long. <laughs> I would hope at least by 22 we would see something. Oh, man. I'm, I, mean, I may be, I may be <laughs> optimistic. But, well, because uh, there's a lot. They're trying to build that stadium over there, too, right? Yeah. Which that's so, coming along. Yeah. You know, see the progress there. And I sure, I'm sure that's the priority right now is to get that one finished. Oh, definitely. I know they want to get it done by next football season for UAB, so. Yeah. Um, but that whole area is just completely transforming. It really has. It'd be really cool. And it's so cool to see Birmingham step up. I mean, we've I mean, we've got a great city, mm-hmm. but it just has always been just like a step below some of these. And you, you travel, and it's just like some of these, like Louisville, you know. Yeah, they got a massive park. They've got park. a massive park, it's and, huge. you know, it's just like, why? Why can't we get – I mean, Oxford, there? Mississippi, I, you know, I went to a skate, a skate park there. Just my daughter had a travel ball tournament, and we was there, and was like, it's a beautiful park. They had a park in Montgomery for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then I think they obviously sold that lot. The whole downtown Montgomery area, we were just there, is transforming. I haven't been downtown in a while. So. It's it's pretty rad. We were there last weekend, and uh, like the whole area. You know, they've redone, uh, I think it's Dexter Avenue that goes uh-huh. up to the Capitol. They've completely redone that entire street okay and then uh just all the businesses and stuff what used to be like vacant buildings a lot like the you know what we saw happening in birmingham 10 years yeah uh just a lot of new shops and restaurants and stuff popping up. yeah that's that's one of those areas where we're hoping to try to hit up huntsville and and montgomery with kind of on our radar this year Hmm. and um every time we go to montgomery we usually hit up the korean spots because they have the best korean spots thanks to hyundai okay <laughs> but yeah uh, i didn't even think about that yeah cool. i mean it's like somebody asked me that not too long ago they were like where do you recommend in montgomery and i'm like oh, God. i gave him a couple of spots but i'm like that's all i got <laughs> all right so is it fair to call you a foodie or, or what would you label yourself i hate as? that term I hate that term I, hate that. I don't know what you call me to okay. be honest with you um but if i wanted to come to you and say hey you know what's a good place to eat what what's your being such a long list of restaurants that I you probably have. And then you may get this question a lot, but like if you had to name like your top three or top five restaurants, at least in downtown. No, no, no. I want number one on that I list. I don't have a number one. That's the thing. No, I, I was about to say time, he's not going to have a number one. There's no way. I get in this issue too because and I talked to Josh about it on, on my episode. It's like burgers. I can't, I can't, I separate burgers. I mean, it's like 
you know, where's your best burger? I don't know. I mean, what do I feel like? Do I feel like a do smash I want a burger? Big fat burger? Or yeah, a smash, burger? smash burger. Go to Jack Taco Browns. Burger. A really good burger with a soft bun. Go to Hero. You know, if you want like okay. a standard burger that's really good, go to Saul's. I mean, it's and it's kind of the same thing with restaurants. I just, I mean, I like Saul's barbecue. Uh, they're always number one in my book. I mean, okay, okay. Um, as far as higher end restaurant, Automatic Seafood's really nice. Uh, I haven't, I haven't tried all Helen that. that just opened up is phenomenal. That's that's a really good restaurant. Now, where's um, that located? That's, uh, it's kind of close to Paramount. Okay. On okay. the same, okay. that strip of second. What kind of food? With, I, I'm not, I guess I'm not familiar. Yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, Southern inspired, I guess. The the chef there, um, Rob McDaniel, he was a chef at uh, Springhouse in Alex City, uh, which was a pretty, you know, known restaurant um, in the House. scene. Yeah. Okay. And he... And his wife moved to Birmingham and opened up Helen, which his grandmother is named Helen. So, in a lot of the recipes he he uses is kind of uh, riffs on hers, you know. So, um, like I said, it's just a lot of Southern type foods, and it's a little higher end. I mean, and they, and they do it uh, a la carte kind of thing. Like you order your meat, and then your sides separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like Cracker Barrel. You, no, you, you, <laughs> Good you old meat and three cooking. right there. If, yeah. you, if you get a meat and three, you're going to be paying for that. Grandpa's dinner or <laughs> yeah, whatever. I know Uncle Herschel's. Uncle Herschel. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, and it's good. I mean, we've been there a couple of times and, you know, we've split like an, you know, an entree and got a couple of sides and, you know, a couple of drinks. and. Okay. Well, that's cool. That wasn't good, on my radar. Good place to try that. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely not a food connoisseur. I kind of have my, my safe bets that I go yeah, to and I kind of yeah. get stuck in my own loop. I guess like a lot of people do. Yeah. And I forget to like branch out and we have such a cool food scene here. in. I mean, I, we've I done that like, for years. That's now that was one of our issues too. When we first started doing this, it was like, cause it's a gamble, we, you know, it's like, especially with a new restaurant, even a reputable restaurant, right. it's like, well, am I going to order the wrong thing and get something I don't like? And right. And like I've spent, you know, X amount of dollars on a meal that, I could have just gone to... Which is so odd because I feel like Katie is always on top of hole in the wall. <laughs> always like... She is. We got to yes. go here. We got to yes. try this out. Yeah. But I guess, you know, a lot of that relates back to COVID, you know, you know, just, I guess, just doing your, your typical thing. So I don't know. We need to branch out more. Yeah. So that's the... Yeah. Find some new spots. There's cool. a lot of little holes in the wall here and there. But you said... It was cool that you said saws um, because I feel like they're number one in barbecue in my book. Yeah. But a close second is definitely Rodney Scott's. Rodney Scott's is really good. And I it's saw that no doubt. I was surfing through your Instagram and there's actually, you had a photo with him. Yes. Uh, which is really that cool. Was, so my question to you is what is he like and, and how did that come about? Did you interview him? Or? I did not. I have not had a chance. He's kind of on my list to do pretty soon. Um, I, again, I had a list this somewhere. year that just kind of got thrown out of, out the window, but uh, a bunch of my daughter playing softball, but yeah, there it is right, right there, there in the middle. So yeah, yeah he, he was himself, absolutely man. phenomenal. I mean, he was super nice, super friendly, uh, uh, asked, you know, come back and look at the, at the pits, you know, uh, really? Was that this was, location here? Yes. This one over here. Oh, it was man. right. That, that probably opened about a week. So oh, really? Still okay. really slow. I mean, there, a lot of people hadn't found out about him yet. This is before the, the Netflix, uh, yes, episode. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, um, and he really wasn't doing much. Uh, you know, I think he was kind of there mainly just to kind of, you know, cause I, I oversee it. Yeah. Because, you know, he's got other locations now. So I think he's kind of being more of a, of just a manager to watch, make sure those, cause I mean, obviously he can't be here. 
all the time to, well, that, to handle it. Didn't so they it, like catch on fire or something? Didn't yeah, they, they did have like a fire, I think, and it was shut it down for a few that. days. But, he yeah. leaves and it, it sets itself on fire. On fire. Yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, Bobby Johnson notorious for that. I mean, well, I know they, they released like a statement on social media and they're like, well, this is what happens when you have open pit barbecue. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it really does. And so I was, I think they were closed for like two weeks yeah. or even longer, maybe. Um, and I saw like Serve Pro there and they're trying to get the place yeah. back open. I, I mean, that's, like, that's kind of one of those things. I don't know what kind of insurance that you have to pay to, to, to have like the barbecue a, industry but uh, non-stop i mean they fire those things up at what like three or four in the morning yeah. just run all day some long. of them run like 24 24 I mean, 7 that's great they're like you know like i said they go up in flames and it's well rodney scott's has definitely been uh feeding the mccown household uh, yeah lately we've <laughs> been, uh, their, their wings are probably one of my favorite things we've explored just about everything on the menu yeah especially after the the what was the show that he was on on Netflix? The, he, he did um, an episode. Yeah, it was the chef, no, uh, chef table. Chef table. Yeah, yeah barbecue table. edition. Yes. Yeah. Um, after I watched that, I was like, dude, I have to go get Rodney's right now. Like, and probably ate Rodney's for the next week. Oh, yeah. After that, yeah. So, we uh, we were talking about that the other day. We were we were over in Avondale. My wife was like, I go back to Rodney Scott's. We've not been there in a while. So I'm like, yeah. Was it this location on the show? They talked more about the South Carolina. Yeah, location. his home location. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got. He, I know he's got two in location. Two ones in Hemingway, which was the original one. Um, and yes. that was the one. Is that, that still his, open? Yeah. Okay, and that was his parents. His place. parents. That was just like a convenience store that they just started serving burgers out of, yeah. and then they started doing barbecue, and then he kind of learned how to do it, and then. Um, um, I guess uh, Nick Pahakis came along with Jim and Nick's Barbecue, and he's the one that kind of has helped propped him up and to expand from yeah. to, to Charleston. Yeah. And then he's coming to Birmingham, and now I think he's going to Atlanta, Trustful. There's that makes one sense up and now. up in downtown Homewood. But. Yeah, so they're going to be all over the place. But, yeah, yeah that makes sense because after um, the Bottle Tree closed – yeah, um, and was, then became the uh, Saigon Saigon yeah. Noodle House, yeah. Saigon Noodle House, which and we loved. We yes, would go there all yes. the time, even though we were so heartbroken to hear yeah. that Bottle Tree was. Yeah, that I know. Was that's one of those step things. Back in time. Like, um, I don't want to see that go, but but right after Saigon was then changing to what is now Rodney Scott's, right. I heard uh, Jim and Nick's being tossed around. Yeah, and I guess that's where it came from. His yeah. business partner being involved with Jim right. and Nick's because I was like. Jim and Nick's really, we got Saul's right up the street. You know, why do we need a Jim and Nick's? Here? I know, and not to, to hate on Jim and Nick's. I do love Jim and Nick's yeah. cheese biscuits. They're uh, awesome. Yes, but shout uh, out cheese biscuits. Amazing. Um, then it, then it was like, oh, we got this James Beard award winning, you know, barbecue chef that's coming, which up is in the crazy. Which is really I mean, that's crazy. just crazy. There's only two pitmasters that's ever been. Yeah, and I, I I was totally foreign, and of course, being in our own backyard, living in Adam yeah, Hill, yeah, you know, I've, I've since, you know learned more about how reputable that award is yeah. and, and how awesome that is to have him. I mean, here. just being nominated for that is like, it's really cool. I mean, that's, that's a badge of honor because yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to, to get noticed. Awesome food. So you said you're a burger lover. Um, you mentioned Jack Brown's. I love Jack Brown's burger. Yeah. Oh, is there yeah. any, is there any, I mean, we, I guess that's probably the number one food most Americans are, are familiar with. Yeah. The, the good old fashioned hamburger. Oh yeah. Is there any place off the beaten path or maybe somewhere I haven't heard of to go get, hamburger that maybe i haven't tried or anything you would recommend um because i feel like i don't know it's just like anytime somebody mentions like oh dude this place has the best hamburgers yeah. in town it's like i've heard that a million times you know like the, i think the problem with me and burgers is it goes back to like you said you kind of got your staples and 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 when we get outside of birmingham it's typically not a go-to to me i mean and, I, and that might sound weird because i love burgers 
but it's like if if we go somewhere unless i happened upon a burger place you know it's not normally something that i you know who's that dude that's got like the burger show on YouTube, he's got like the big mutton chop like, oh, sideburns, um, and he's always mm, doing like. I know you're talking. I can't. Pick, I don't know. He's really yeah. cool, dude. It's really interesting yeah. watching him cook burgers and stuff. And uh, what's that guy's name? I can't think of his name. Is it the? He, he owns X. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, a Filipino guy. Yeah, um, uh, I forget what his name is. I know exactly what you're talking about though. Anyways, his channel's really good. And if we can think of the name of it, we'll recommend that you go watch it. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, that's cool. Man. And excellent if you ever get out of California, because I heard it's really good. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I've, I know a couple of people's been there. So, if I'm out but in yeah. California, man, good old In and Out. That's where I'm yeah. going. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like In and Out. And Whataburger is so much better. Whatever. I have not if, had it. If I had to choose so between, really it's just a hamburger. It's not a big deal. I think the last time I was in California, uh, my friend Nick, who we had on the show way back, he. uh I was like, man, we got to go to In-N-Out. And he just kind of rolled his eyes. He's like, really? You want to go to In-N-Out? Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, it's good. He's like, it's just it's, it's just, just a, a fast food burger place, man. Like, what's the hype around it? It's not that good. <laughs> so I can understand the people that are, like, not on board with the, the yeah. whole cult following yeah. of In-N-Out. I agree. I agree. Uh, so what's next for Eating Alabama? You guys going to move into – I mean, you're doing the podcast. You have a – do you guys have like a, a, a website that you guys we do with the blogs Alabama. and all that net. stuff? It's got yeah. It, my wife has not been blogging as much as she used to, which is awkward because she's you know not so well. I shouldn't say that. She's still working from home, but I, <laughs> so on the blog, you guys I guess go into more detail than what you would get just on a typical social media post. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Usually on our blog, she'll you know put out a little just statement about what we ate and maybe a few that, that and that's one thing she said she wants to kind of get better at is is writing even okay. though she writes a lot for the government but it's different writing i guess mm-hmm. you know i don't know so i don't write much so is there any financial incentive for you guys to do these things or is it more just like like you said hobby based it's really like hobby based if it turns into something it turns into something i mean obviously i'm like many if you know if i could do this for a living yeah but uh it's not like a focus right now i mean it's yeah. just like i said just we're just doing what we love we get opportunities from different you know companies or different restaurants and you know you just kind of take part of it and you just so this is put it in your right portfolio yeah. yeah that's cool yeah that's it so yeah that's that's <clears throat> i don't know that's probably and so Video. I could go here to learn about like almost a year ago, probably since she bought it. But that's um, cool. But yeah, Video, some man. good stuff. Got to get on the. That's the, yeah. That's you kind start of your the own thing. cooking channel. Or yeah, <laughs> that's. Um, I have talked to. I've got a friend of mine, George Edmondson, uh, who had seen creative. I know George, Shout yeah. out to my buddy George. Uh, we've talked about some stuff. Uh, he's been doing some stuff with um, some other people. Let's just say that, and uh, he's like all into documentaries. And, yeah, and he's yeah. the seed creative. Yeah, you know, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah so um, yeah, we're so. trying to get him on this show. Actually, oh, like, he'd be he's, great. He's, he's so busy, busy though. He's he's like, man, we'll you know we'll get a free date soon. Yeah, and I'll reach out and we'll do something. Yeah, and we've talked about doing like a remote thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, he yeah he is super busy right now. Every time I turn around, he is like slammed with something, going somewhere, doing something, and. So you guys um, maybe have some ideas you're kicking around for? Yeah, something? I mean, we I have I had it was kind of funny because I'd kind of talked to my wife about doing something, and then because um, we've already talked to some other you know some of our friends that we've met since doing it in Alabama, like hey, would you be interested? You know, if we were to do some kind of video content, and they were like, yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. So um, one day out of the blue, I was just like, we just call him and just kind of 
because he's you know he knows his video stuff, and uh, so I'm just like let me just kind of touch base with him. What would this kinda, take? And, and yeah, how hard kinda, would yeah. this be? I know. Yeah, because talking to my buddy Josh Byers, <laughs> the one man you know. The one yeah. man act. Uh, it seems like it could be incredibly difficult. Yeah, that's the way. Know, yeah, he, that, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. He kind of shed some light on some stuff. So it's you know it's it's definitely a lot of work. Uh, but yeah, the blue. Like I said, I just called George and he was like, "Man, you're funny. You should call me because I was uh, really talking about you the other night. You know about potential doing some stuff." So uh will it happen i don't know like i said we we were kind of hoping to start doing some video content this year but obviously like i said with covid we, we've kind of yeah. postponed that so we're hoping maybe 2021 we can uh, i mean we got the cameras and the stuff for it so it's not like we don't have we have to invest money my wife she used to do part-time photography so she's got a nice nikon and we got a little canon d I mean, m50 or whatever that we take and it takes she did some youtube videos for my son okay you know and i've got a gopro 8 so i mean it's like we've got the stuff yeah. it's just it'd be cool man ah, yeah i know and I, like i said i've got people on board they're like hey yeah we're down so that would be so cool we shall see so i've, I've got some things kicking so when you guys um, go out and and you're doing you know your social media content, are you trying to like kind of fly under the radar? Do you ever get like side eye from like other people that are in the restaurant? Like, what are you doing? You know, whipping out a camera and posing your your food. And, yeah. Like, what, gotta, what does that you look just like? Accept it. Yeah, no. like like I'm sitting next to you at the local taco place, and you guys are doing a review on it. Have. What what can I expect from the table next to me? We uh yeah, when was it? It was last year, last October. I went down to interview um, uh, Chris Andrews, who is the owner of Bienville Bites Tour, food tour down in Mobile. And uh, so we we had a little weekend getaway down there, and we went out to a restaurant, um, Soco Oyster House, I think it's Soco or something like that. But it, uh, and we were sitting there, and it was a smaller, more intimate kind of a restaurant. And you know, we're we're sitting here, and you know, probably right here is like the next table, you know, okay. just like two tops, yeah. you know. And we're doing our thing, and um, we've gotten better. My wife has, and she, we carry this small little LED light with us. To I was give about us to some, say, you yeah, like I mean, you'll set up a flash, give, give them my <laughs> secrets away. But um, uh, she's, you know, reflector. she's a stickler for crappy pictures, just like I'm a stickler for crappy audio. So she's like, you know, she she had researched some of her favorite blogs, and they were like, you know, this is what they use. So. So yeah, we're we're getting it out, and of course it's bright. Obviously, if you're in a dim setting, and we whip out this light, a little brighter than it's your a iPhone. Little small, yeah, yeah it's okay. definitely even at the low setting. And a lot of times, I'll take up you know a white paper napkin or you know something to kind of soften it a little bit. And um, you know, we get this you know couple sitting next to us, and they kept standing. You're clearing off all the silverware and the <laughs> drinks, and you're holding all that. Yeah, you got everything. The yeah, everything's like because she's like that. She's like garbage. <laughs> On a table move the garbage. Like move big. the garbage. Next time, like, move your phone. Get out. Move your elbow. I'm like, I'm like way out here. Yeah. But, um, so they're like looking over and, you know, every now and then, yeah, just kind of catch them. And then finally, of course they had about, you know, six drinks in. So finally, I guess they got the nerve up and the guy was like, Hey, what are you guys doing? (laughs) So that, you know, gave us opportunity where, you know, we're, just we're a big deal. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of a big deal. We're kind so of a big deal. I don't know deal. if you're from yeah. Alabama, but... Uh, but uh, we got this little uh, Instagram account <laughs> with about 15,000 followers. Yeah. And so. so, yeah, so they were all pumped up about it, and they were like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, are you going to write about this? Where can we read it? Can Where we get can we get your autographs? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we, you know, we get that sometimes, but... Okay. Always, like I said, she was always really kind of, 
nervous to do that. That's me, like, man. I'm afraid oh, I'm bothering absolutely. somebody. Of course, now in COVID, you're easy because there's like nobody besides sure. you. Sure, you're yeah. wearing a mask. They don't yeah. know who yeah, you are. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. But even then, like I said, there you know the next table's you know twelve feet down, so you're not really bothering anybody. But uh, you know, she's gotten better over the years. You know, it's just kind of like the more you do it, it's just kind of like yeah, whatever. You know, we're doing our thing. It takes five minutes, and we're stuff in her face so well, that's cool man yeah. well i i enjoy uh looking at all the content and stuff it definitely makes me hungry yeah. you know that's so. the, that's the my job make you hungry and go visit those people yeah so, so we talked about when we first got here the milo's thing you said yeah. milo's reached out to you yeah so milo's being such a big company who do they assign to hand are you talking to like their head pr yeah it was the, well it was the marketing person? like i said she she Again, one of those just connections we've had on on Instagram because she okay. thought she does the the Instagram account, and so you know she's just a fan of what we did. And so, what does like, that look like? Like when you go and meet with Milo's, are you sitting down at one of their restaurants and just talking about? Well, food? we went is to that, that corporate podcast office. Or what, yeah, what? it's actually going to be this week's podcast. So okay, it'll okay, be out cool. tomorrow. Oh, sweet. Um, All right, and so yeah, little plug there. Yeah, little plug. <laughs> Links to that in the description. And, yeah. yeah, but um. Yeah, well, you know, we just I just went to their corporate office. Uh, well, first, the address I got sent got sent to the corporate, I mean, the uh, Sweet Tea office, which, you know, they're a separate entity. They're separate companies. So yeah. I get out, and yeah. I go in, and I'm like, you know, nobody's here. So I, like, call the PR guy, and I'm like, hey, um, you know, you sent place. me the wrong address. Yeah. So he sent me the right address, and then finally I got to it. And, uh, yeah, just their little, you know, small little corporate conference room they had, and, you know, just able to set up my equipment and uh, – just uh, go at it. And just I'd imagine it like Coca Cola, like our the AV company. We, I he works. For, I work for that you <laughs> used to work for. Yes, we did a lot of corporate stuff for them. And okay. I'm like, dude, we're working at Coca Cola, and it's yeah. nothing like I imagined. It's oh, just that's, like that's, offices. Yeah. And, You're right. And um, yeah. conference rooms and stuff. Milo's is probably the same thing. It's just a small conference room and a small brick building. Yeah, off Green Springs. <laughs> So you just, do your research before you do your podcast? Like when you're, I mean, what kind of questions do you go in? It's like, how do you make I, your hamburger? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get your cheese? That, that one was you know, a little like, different. I don't know. I yeah, feel like. That one was a little different and I enjoy doing it that because, again, like I said, a lot of the stuff I do is based around the journey of a chef or a business owner. Yeah. So I would think like smaller so that's always like, yeah. So that's always just like, you know, where were you born and raised? What were some food memories you had? You know, just kind of, you know, how, where were your influences? How did you get into food? You know, and that just kind of, and again, it's a conversation just like we're having. Yeah. And it just kind of organically goes. And um, with that one, they were kind of wanting to really tell the story of Milo's and then obviously kind of cover some of their community um uh, missions that they're doing. So I still plugged in some of that stuff because I still want to do uh, that personal connection to the How person. How did you guys get into so, the chicken sandwich game? Yeah. <laughs> so it was mainly just like, you know, again, getting a little bit of their background and then yeah. just going to, you know, tell me about the food, you know, what's the menu items, How did, you know, and we did. I talked to the, the area manager there. He'd been there for 30-something years. So it was like, you know, what – you guys come up with some crazy stuff. I mean, here lately, I mean, there for a while, it was just when I grew up Milo's um, over in Vestavia, it was just, a, you know, you either had a regular Milo's or cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> there was no chicken. Was there it. was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. And, uh, and so, yeah, so yeah, I just kind of talked about how they have kind of done some R and D on their foods and kind of come okay. up with some ideas. And a lot of it, they said they got from, from, you know, people that eat there, they would suggest stuff. You know, they would send them emails or talk to. Hey, your a ice cream kind of sucks. Maybe I could step that up a little bit. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> and uh, and yeah, just you know, just kind of one thing led to another. And well, that's cool. Now man. they've got like a bunch of stuff on their menu, and they got new menu items coming out. Any other chefs from Alabama we can expect to be on the next Iron Chef? Uh, I don't know who, who should be on my radar. That should be looking at. Have you ever talked know. to Chris Hastings? Or I have not. Think? He was he was kind of on the list, and and I really missed the boat on that because I probably had a good opportunity with with um, Hot Not being closed down during COVID. Um, but I just never did reach out to him. So I, mm. yeah, but I I'm, I know I've I've talked to the PR people at Pepper Place, and um, I have connections to him. Like they've you know told me you know anytime I can. But like I said, that was one of those that. I dropped the ball on. Hmm. Are they back open? Yeah, they opened up uh, sometime in October. Okay, so they're all right. Yeah, a couple Sweet. of weeks ago, probably Still a few weeks good. ago. Yeah, and so he's just over hot and hot. Is he over another restaurant too? Uh, Ovenbird, Ovenbird, which is also okay. in, get, in yes, right over there in Pepper Place. Yeah, yeah, we were there for uh, the AV company I worked for. Did the Doug Jones when he was beat by Tommy Tuberville? Um, yeah. uh, they had like the little party thing there, and so yeah, kind of got to talk with the bartender about oven birds and stuff pretty cool place yeah so any other restaurants that need to be on my radar that maybe not or maybe new restaurants you're excited that are coming to town um i'm trying to think if there's anything new that i know just hammering you with questions man come on dude come on (laughs) um I can't think of anything new. Well, I mean, well, we talked about bowls. Think, and I mean, and bowl. there has yeah, bowls good, but you know, you, you figure COVID things have kind of even in the. I mean, some people have opened during COVID, but you know, I guess a lot of, of new investments and stuff are probably on pause. I would think. Yeah, you know, it's like, probably taking see a slow. how this I mean, goes. Like, I don't want to open and then have to close down a month later. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, Eugene's Hot Chicken opened up in, in Hoover, which I was pumped about. That that helped me. Where do you guys live? Uh, are y'all, in Hoover. y'all are in Hoover. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Just there next um, also, there's a place in Hoover, uh, Kebabalicious, which is really good. Kebabalicious. It's like a... I would imagine a, they have kebabs. Yes. <laughs> they do chili, Alex. It's, yeah. It's a Chinese <laughs> They person. do hot yeah. dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sushi bar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, it's like an Indo-Pakistani place, and they've, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those mom and pop places that's been hanging on and they've been doing a good job and um you know we pop our head in there when we can and uh, uh they got some good food um I'm trying to draw a blank right now on oh, anything cool. else i mean no dude that's awesome man. go to eating alabama and just follow, <laughs> there the you and follow yeah. along there you go yeah that's yeah. don't ask me look at the block Okay, but I want to get back into skateboarding because we did yes. talk about that. Alex so rudely interrupted. Yeah, we yeah sorry about that, man. I'm, I'm down for that. You're the worst. He is the worst. <laughs> I love him, though. Thank but you. I don't remember what we were talking about about skateboarding, but you do skate. You're into skateboarding. We talked about yes. the Nine Club. I'm, yeah. We're all about that. I'm more skate culture now than I am uh, skate her you know uh, same i mean same. I, I had we're back, all getting older man i mean that's just the way it well goes. one of mine is a mental block because i had back surgery in like 2013 Ooh. so now it's like every time i get on a board i'm afraid and i've still got like uh sciatic nerve pain on my legs so but i still want to and i gotta lose weight i mean that's another problem too we all do but you know again going back to the skate park i'm hoping i'll be in good shape by then and i can get out and just, to get the park i mean shredding, i still man. roll around i mean i'll take my board and i have it at work and we you know sometimes when I feel like it after work, uh, you know, our, our, where our offices are, you know, we got a nice little curb and just a flat spot where I can just roll around. So I just roll around and just roll. I mean, you know, as long as I love that's all I do, I I take my, my cruiser board. That's my favorite thing to do. We'll just go out and like, I can't 
I can't do any tricks now. I've been saying I'm going to learn how to kickflip again, but I can't. Now, yeah. You know, so it's just fun just to, like, cruise around. And it's, like, a good form of, like, exercise that's, like, fun. Yes. You know? It's yeah. Like, like, you know, going back to just, like, being healthy and trying to be active. Like, it's hard to exercise for the sake of exercising, at least for me. Yes. It's, like, I need something to do I that's, like, enjoyable. Yeah. And then the side effect is, like, oh, yeah. you're also getting exercise. Yeah. And that's so something skateboarding for me we're about to start going to a gym, which I've never been to in my life. But uh, <laughs> my wife is informed. They're terrible. She's They're, yeah. us up and we're going to go to a gym. As much but, as you love exercising right now, you will love it even less. Yeah. My, but my motivation is to lose some weight and maybe strengthen up my legs and you know give me confidence to just get out there and i mean yeah i may never kick flip again but if i can knock a board slider a little there you, you know, go tap yeah, it around every once in a while if i can just ollie Some slappies be, yeah, yeah just slappy all day i mean all right we gotta, go we gotta start going to the old man sesh that uh i've uh, thought faith, about doing of course now it's shut down oh, because is it? like, yeah well because they were doing it at the dojo and it's like now you know it gets dark at like four forty-five. so i think it's kind of been postponed yeah, I know the the one at Faith has been obviously, and I can't get on a ramp. That's the thing. I've been down there been a few times, ramp. but yeah. I'm not getting. I don't care how many it is. I'm not getting. <laughs> <anything> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's the question. Yeah, goofy or regular? Regular. Oh, oh. yeah. We got goofies oh, on this side. Yeah, yeah we're goofies. both goofy, but that's cool. Hey, that's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. So where'd you guys grow up? Pleasant we Grove. well, you okay. mentioned Bob Sykes. Uh, yeah, we um, she actually grew up in Oak Grove. Um, okay, so not far from Bessemer. Okay, Bob yeah, Sykes. yeah. I was thinking I, I remember hearing you guys at one time say Oak Grove, Pleasant Grove, Hueytown. So yeah, okay. we both went to school in Pleasant Grove. That's where I graduated from. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Familiar with uh, old Bob Sykes restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go there a lot. We were actually there maybe a few months ago. We were the AV company I worked for. We were over on that side of town working at a church, installing like a new projector or sound system yeah. to them, and, and we. Popped over there and had lunch. And yeah, here, like, I haven't been here in forever. Here's cool if you're gonna hear something cool, and I've got to get this thing scheduled. And this is gonna be like the weirdest episode of Eating Alabama I've ever had. Okay, so Van Sykes is the is the owner of Bob Sykes, talkative guy, super friendly. Is awesome he the dude. original owner? How long has Bob Sykes yes. been around? Yeah, they, I don't know. Why is it Bob Sykes if his name? His is dad. His dad. His dad owned it. Yeah, he's oh, okay. he's got. And if you listen, of course, if you've got time, because it's almost a two-hour episode. But the episode I have with him, it I hardly get a word in because the dude is just talking, which is some those of are the best greatest episodes. barbecue. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's he goes through like his all the way back to his grandparents and all this kind of stuff. But, um, anyways, they they reached out to me not too long ago and um, said that Van had wanted wants to be on an episode. Because he knows a guy that was the pilot of the Bay of Pigs. Okay. And I'm like, that's weird. But me being a history guy, I got to hear this. <laughs> but he was like, you know, he's getting it up in age, I guess. So maybe they're, that's the only thing I can figure there. Maybe sure. they want to document it. But, but you know, it's kind of a strange and it doesn't not really fit in my related. format. I was about to say, a little, little more history, <laughs> more time. I mean, I mean, it was one of those things that got me thinking. I'm like, God, man, it's, how can I tie this together? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, other than Van Sykes being on the show. But, I mean, it's like, you know, how often do you have something like that? Because that was a big fiasco. I'll go for it, man. Yeah, so, I'm, and cool. I'm going to do it. And, you know, we have five listeners, but I don't care. Well, that's cool, man. And I, I wish you I'm all the with best this. with that. Um, yeah. It's uh, a great yeah. story just for you to I think experience. so. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Just to that's get wild. it in there, because I mean, you don't know many people that have been through something like that. I mean, that's a pretty iconic little 
you know snafu from what I understand. And and I'm, story I'm pretty up to speed on like World War II history and all that. But Bay yeah. of Pigs, what was that? That was briefly? that was the uh, the during the like the '60s. So it was during Kennedy era. Okay. And it was the um, that basically Cuba was was communist, and they were trying to uh, get the anti communist cubans that were in the states and pretty much like give them weapons to go and push communism communism out, out which okay. obviously didn't work like i said it yeah. from you know i know i know a little bit about it but it wasn't yeah and that you know that's, that's gen- why you gotta have gen- him on podcast. that's right I gotta learn, more about <laughs> learn a lot i know a little bit about it but uh but yeah so that's yeah that's that Okay, so super that, interesting. That bit of tidbit of information. Yeah. Eating Alabama may morph into uh, you know a little wartime <laughs> history conspiracy lesson. Conspiracy Alabama. Okay, well, that's still cool. cool though. But yeah, other than that, well, so cool, what, what made you guys start this? By the way, so let me let me turn the tables a little bit. Since. So Alex puts it on me every time because yeah. I used to do a, a podcast okay. with a couple of buddies, and we ran about thirty five episodes, and then it just kind of ended. Yeah, and uh, I love doing it, but it was very much a one-man show yeah so it was like three different camera angles editing audio instagram snippets like uploading video and audio it was just too much so we called it quits i got you and alex was always game for it and then um uh, a couple months went by and he approached me and was like would you be willing to do it again and i was like only if i'm not the one doing everything (laughs) he's like i promise it won't be like that and so we started this yeah well, awesome. We're episode nine, baby. There you yeah, go. Number yeah. nine. So, what's yeah. the goal of this? Just uh, who knows? Talk you know, with with COVID it being kinda... what it is. Yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, and, um, I like that. Uh, we need more no podcasts real, like that. Yeah, there's no real. That was the thing. It's like well, we're not going to really have a necessary necessarily like a subject every like time. an interview base so you yeah. guys could have a bay of pigs guy on here and it wouldn't be that big it wouldn't yeah. be that high. and so that, i guess that was my idea behind the whole thing it's like oh we'll just get like local dudes from our town to come ch- chat with us yeah. about anything and everything and so that was it you know and here we are here we are here we go. so thanks for coming to hang with us Absolutely. man, this yeah, fun. man. This awesome. enjoyed so, it sweet.